Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to whatever special episode. This week we are talking about Star Wars. Um, we're specifically talking about the prequel trilogy, episodes 1, 2, and 3. Um, I'm Eddie. Matt. Bryce. Sam. All right. right. So, quick backstory. Um, originally, the idea was we were going to end up doing podcasts for every episode um, in the original and the prequel trilogy. Uh, however, due to the fact that we're semi-retarded, uh, we're going to condense them down into one podcast for the prequels, one podcast for the original trilogy. Um, especially with the prequel trilogy, anyway, because we're not really all that impressed with them, and I don't really think you guys needed to sit through six hours of us talking complete shit about everything. <laughs> it's just uh, as much fun it as it was for us to do. Yep. Yep. Yeah, as much fun as it was to do, it was just six hours of us talking about rape. And so, painfully, we actually have... As much fun as that was to do. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just a metaphor for life, though? As, uh, as, as painful as it is, we actually have episode one, um, you know, kind of clicking its way through the background as we record this. So, we may we may reference it every once in a while uh, throughout the podcast. But, um, basically, the prequel trilogy is the story of Anakin Skywalker growing up to become ba- uh, a bad guy. Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Man, you gave that one away. I did. God. I I'm blown away. I really didn't know what was going on here. He's a redeemable bad guy. I mean, yeah, he only blew up one planet, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to remember, the power to blow up a planet is insignificant compared to the power of the Force. Indeed. As they have shown us many, many times. Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you can lift an X-Wing. That's almost like destroying an entire planet. Almost. Almost. Anyways. So, um, the Phantom Menace, we get the wonderful traditional opening scrawl and then we lead into the traditional opening of a spaceship in space hey, hey sam we're, we're not going scene by scene you know that right well i was going to mention something about this cock oh. all right <laughs> i was particularly unimpressed by this one because it was a teeny tiny little ship flying towards some random shit in the distance um i don't when it comes to the opening i didn't like it personally this was probably my least favorite one well, I think we talked about this. Uh, the, the silly thing about this is that you got the two Jedi, and uh, they're going against our first um, uh, aspect of racial horribleness that uh, George Lucas is responsible for. Oh, the Asians. Yeah. We're, we're fighting the Asian the people Asians? at this time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're fighting the, yeah, bad Asian what? accent. Now there are two of them? Yeah. And, um, I think they are Jedi. The, the solution, first of course, off, to, to fighting the wow. Jedi is to lock them in a room because they don't have lightsabers and then gas them for about 40 seconds right before opening to check and see hey are these guys dead or are they still you know are they ready to die i think i think the line is make sure they're dead which i mean if you just let the gas go for another 10 minutes you'd be a lot more certain yeah yeah well you know 45 seconds that's the traditional amount of time you wait when you're gassing someone should we throw subtitles on on this bad boy no we could, but then we'd I have mean, to read the dialogue, too. I don't know. I, don't that, I didn't even upload the subs anyway. No, yeah, I, I think guess that we're not doing <laughs> I think the dialogue's just as bad in subtitles as it is in, you know, audio. Uh, yep. There's not a... If we wanted to read a script and just, like, let the diarrhea flow through our eyeballs <laughs> into our brains, then we could do that. Yeah, no. Uh, we don't We don't, We don't. don't need subs. We don't need that shit. Um, I think we all know what's happening right now anyway. 
plus, uh, the idea is just to kind of have this in the background for inspiration, and I guess it's going to inspire us to hate more about talk more shit prequels. about yeah. episode one. Well, and you know all the racial stereotypes that go on in this, as well as just the silly nonsense, just kind of really drove me nuts. Uh, the entire trilogy drives me nuts because it's so poorly written. It's poorly written, but and poorly executed. But the idea to present the early backstory of Darth Vader and his uh, his fall from the Chosen One, I think it, it, it's a good idea. Just very poorly executed. I, I think it's a great idea. I just think in a world where we reboot absolutely everything, why can't we reboot the prequels? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we should. We're getting oh new Star God. Wars. Like Disney said, they want to do a new Star Wars every year. At some point, that means we got to reboot the freaking prequels and just throw it away. Yeah. This is the new origin story for Anakin. Yeah. I mean, they're in control of canon now. They can they forget can, they the can Trade Federation. That. Yeah, that didn't they happen. Can say, Fuck, Fuck they can do yeah. that. They can actually write in continuity with little and to no errors get rid of these stupid droids oh yep no retarded cartoon droid thingies no remote control droids with bad attitudes nope <laughs> oh who'd have thunk it the the jedi are still alive they can and, hold their breath a little bit weird and they could retcon r2 flying they could yeah. or, or just add it into the three or D- four D- five D- and no six. stop touching four five and six god damn it <laughs> maybe yeah. they could make the jedis consistently use their powers instead of hey we're gonna run really fast one time this is like watching the flash though like on the, the flash does this sometimes not as bad i think as the prequel trilogy does which should say something because it's a fucking tv show but uh the flash does this too like one week he can stop you know a bullet from entering his skin because he feels its touch and the next week defeated by flying bees or, or shitty mechanical bees something of that yeah. nature yeah that sounds fucking horrible let's not talk about the flash anymore no the flash is way better than the prequels well i bet it is it's just i haven't really watched it because i'm a bad nerd yeah. that, and also this the subject of this podcast is not the flash it should be though it's preferable oh, to the prequel trilogy sorry <laughs> well this isn't what you signed up for matt can yeah. we skip ahead in the movie because this fucking blows well we're not doing scene by scene anyway so i know just, but it's depressing so just shit pretend out of it's me. not there the whole movie's fucking depressing yeah i mean it's like yeah let's get to the part where jar jar comes out oh yeah, that, oh right, wait yeah because right. that'll be way better <laughs> what mean, about the part where they fly through gung and si- oh no, let's just no, get to the part yeah, that's yeah. good let's get to the star of the uh no, lightsaber battle the, the credits <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i'll give him i'll give him that if we're gonna skip ahead i guess we could skip just straight to where darth maul and, and uh qui-gon and obi fight yeah, because that is the best fucking scene in this movie. Everything else is painful, painful to watch. So, so as you can see, we definitely are not uh, fans of the prequel trilogy. Let's let's talk about the characters. So, first of all, we know this is about Anakin Skywalker. We haven't seen him yet. He doesn't show up for like a half an hour in this yeah. movie. Yes. Um, so, our our two principal characters right now are Qui Gon Jinn and his apprentice slash Padawan Obi Wan Kenobi. Who, if you're familiar with the original trilogy, obviously is is an important character. Definitely. And uh, Qui-Gon Jinn... You mean old Ben? Old Ben Kenobi? Oh, old Ben's just a crazy old wizard. He's just a crazy old wizard, yeah. He's just a wizard. Lives out of Pasadena Sea. All right. Yeah, yeah, we have these two. Take the drugs drugs to Anchorhead and have their memories wiped. (laughs) I honestly really think that these two are very good characters. With the, I mean, being written poorly, they're being acted very well. See, this is another thing that I okay, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I do like this part of the 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 thing a little bit, um, where Qui Gon and Obi Wan are going after the uh, Trade Federation, and it's pretty clear that um, 
Obi is still the Padawan, mm-hmm. but um, Qui-Gon totally trusts him. Like, he just turns his back while he rips a hole through a door with his lightsaber um, and lets uh, Obi-Wan handle the droids and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of a nice little uh, uh, way to show their relationship a little bit. Yeah, and it, and it actually kind of lends a little bit of knowledge to what the Jedi's role is overall in the galaxy as well. Like, they're there to settle a dispute. Um, yep. They're not necessarily part of the government, but they aid in solving dilemmas and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah. We, and it, it sets up the rest of the movie, which is you know shitty anyway. Like I, I think they would have done well to make this more of a classic hero's journey, such as the first. Yes, definitely. Except for it's not about a hero's journey; it's about a hero's fall. So, yeah. And, oh, and... but we're just talking about episode one. We're not talking about the whole arc. No, we are talking about the whole arc. Fuck you. Oh, for Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're watching episode one. Shut up. I'm confused. It, it's sort of a really, really, like, the way that this trilogy is set up is, like, the most convoluted fucking way to get from point A to point B. Yeah, it's, it's backwards like, and forwards and just upside down. Yeah, it, it's it's point A to point B if Michael J. Fox is your cartographer. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> that sounds a little shaky to me. <laughs> we apologize to Michael uh, J. Fox. Fuck you! I didn't give it Parkinson's. For uh, what it's worth, I'm a fan, but I mean, as Garmin would say, "Fuck, Michael's not here. He doesn't care. He's true. not listening to this. He knows he has Parkinson's. Like yeah. we're not, we're not telling it's not him a surprise to anyone." Yeah. <laughs> what I shake? Well, no. yeah. I think I think some some people have theorized that there are only like twelve true plot lines like once you boil everything down that's one of between nine and 12 or whoever you ask yeah Uh, i i would say though that george lucas with this movie proved that that incorrect proved that there's a 13th incredibly shitty plot line that nobody ever uses and that's why there's only 12 george lucas proved that you should not mix four different ones together well here's the thing i think and and this is another one of those i can't believe i'm saying this things but this movie actually does one thing really well and it actually serves to kind of outline how devious Palpatine is as far as maneuvering chess pieces on a board. And I actually really like that aspect of this movie. Um, It gets way more convoluted when you get into episode two and three, because some of the shit that happens there just doesn't fucking make any sense at all. For real. Uh, oh, I'd like to point out that we're meeting Jar Jar, which is possibly the most infamous moment in all of the. Oh my the, God, he the, in all the Star Wars saga, the happiest slave goddamn ever. Goddamn Qui Gon Jinn here Darth in the middle Jar Jar. of the force. So Darth Jar Jar. First off, Darth the Jar Jar. the CG in this scene looks incredibly dated. Second, I'm really fucking glad because we've got it on mute because I don't know who who was like you know we need we need to make him sound a little bit retarded and also like our second big racial stereotype which is to say you know retarded um uh, what did we decide Steamboat Willie yeah yeah Yeah. Steamboat (laughs) Willie yeah um so just the whole thing the whole thing no good no good yeah and I mean as a character you look at him and you look at some of the uh, concept art that you see later on that comes. And shows us what the Gungans were supposed to look like. And they're supposed to be these fierce warriors. And this guy is... And most of the Gungans themselves, anyways, are just bumbling, clumsy... He's a, he's a fucking cartoon. He's a giant fucking cartoon. Yeah. We, he... we did see Qui-Gon take out a, a droid on a little gunship, though, by deflecting a blaster bolt back at it. Which seems impressive, but um, really, all you gotta do is, like, tap and hold the uh, square button on the PlayStation controller, and it'll do it automatically. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah. 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 Fuck. So squares the button to push right there. Damn. That's the it's like defense. Jedi 101. Right. We're going to square teach you how to tap and hold. square button. Yeah. Mm. 
That's what that's all they're doing, like on the lightsaber. There's a square button. And I'm, I'm not talking about like a DualShock or DualShock Two or Three or Four. I mean like the OG PlayStation controller. <laughs> <laughs> Compatibility issues notwithstanding. Right. So yeah, we have um, we have retarded Steamboat Willie, uh, and he's going to take them to Gungan City. Uh, we're going to meet like another key character in Episode One, which is which is Boss Nass. Oh, he's also ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's a terribly racist stereotype, but I can't even tell what race it's supposed to be. Like George Lucas made up a race to be racist against in order to to write this fucking movie. See, and we talked about this after we watched Episode Four recently, and that is that's one thing that the original trilogy got completely right is like when they needed a dialect or a language or whatever they just made shit up back in the old days like it was yeah. hoots and clicks and whatnot like they didn't yeah, have to Jawa's be like chirping. you act like you're a crazy pissed off japanese dude yeah and it only speaks like 10 words of english <laughs> yeah like yeah. yeah it's about all the, the all the direction that george has left in him he's like uh, just act got, like a crazy jap here we've what? got something that i Your really Fu uh, is terrible really liked is the shot of the undersea gungan city yeah it's so, very pretty this is another thing, like the the giant set pieces, the big set pieces that they show, like when they when they show Coruscant, we're not there yet, but when they show Coruscant, when they show Gungan City, when they show any of the big landscape pieces, they do look pretty rad. Yeah, anytime they do like a wide angle exterior, they do a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's the close ups and the characters that are in CGI that are just completely ludicrous and. They don't come across as anything close to real. Well, do you guys think that Gungan City is not like, like the exterior shots that we did? Do you think that is not CGI? Because I was thinking it was. No, it's totally. Oh, CGI. I think it was good it's looking CGI, CGI, but it actually, no. it didn't look terrible though. Yeah, no, yeah, that's it was what we're terrible. Okay. The the wide establishing shots look fine as far as the CGI goes. It's when it's they just... use it for things like uh, like a, a chipmunk. Yeah, mm. or and, like, and that's a completely different movie. But you know what I mean. The entire yeah. Gungan race. Like, or yeah, yeah, Jar Jar stepping in the poopy. Uh-huh. Um, like th- everything up here just kind of looks totally terrible and takes you out of the movie like you can tell that every every single thing like the only thing that looks real is the actors because that's the only thing that is real except for maybe the floor and the whole rest of it is uh, green screen alright so uh, other characters within the, the prequel trilogy that are, that are important uh, we've we've seen actually the uh, we've, we've seen Darth Sidious in the little hologram when he was talking to the trade federation people. We don't know who that is necessarily, but obviously later on we find out that that's, that's Senator Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, who will go on to be chancellor and whatnot. Um, we yeah. also have Padme from Naboo. Who uh, is known at this queen. point in time as Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is an elected queen, only allowed to yeah. serve, you know, two terms or whatever. Something like that. Um, and and I really like they don't know what not at all like American means. politics in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Huh. Mm-mm. I I I like the costuming when it came to uh Padme slash Amidala. I thought that they went really intricate, even though they didn't have to. And it looked really well done. Yeah, I think I think actually that's actually one of the stronger points of these is is the costuming. Uh generally is is quite good. Yeah, obviously not the CGI stuff, but Right. The, yeah, for the actual characters, the real characters, I mean, like yeah, that that's one of the the strong points of of the prequel trilogy in general. Um, yeah, the costuming, I think they did a wonderful job with the the, the live characters. It just it made it a whole bunch more believable from them to see them the way they were. You know what bugs me about Boss Ness? 
most things. The f- I mean, everything. Just just the stereotypical portrayal of him. Like you might as well have just kicked him off a of Southwest airline. <laughs> like that's how they portray that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I still can't decide like what what he's being racist against. Yeah. With Boss Nass. But it's just generically so very very racist, but non specifically so. So it's odd. It's very it, odd. It does it does actually kind of strike me, and maybe this makes me racist, but like as some sort of like caricature of like Steamboat Willie, like Louisiana South kind of like an old plantation owner, African American. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. that yeah definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. God, you're a racist. Good lord. See? Fuck man. Um. Anyway, oh, uh, oh, now fish. we're traveling through the planet's liquid core. Let, let's not talk about this. Just the horribleness of a liquid core for a planet. It's just. Hey Sam, uh, the the planet you live on has a liquid core. Liquid molten metal, ass. Yeah, a lot cooler than than liquid water with hey, bigger fish. Well, Hillary, I'm just saying Hillary you can't generalize just... about liquid cores because you know they're a thing. They, they don't even right. have Hank Swank. You know they're not going to get through say. that shit. It, it, exactly, they do not have that special ship. It also brings up the the important point. They could probably have a magic magic school bus. I bet that would take them through the planet core. Uh, but it also brings up something that I find ridiculous is. Like, George wanted them so badly to go through the planet core, uh, which is, as I understand, the center of the fucking planet, that that he landed the troops of the Trade Federation on the complete opposite side of the planet from the, the you know, the Naboo, who are a peaceful race that don't hold an army anyway. Like, why the need for all this secrecy? Like, everybody knows what you're doing. Yeah, the, the term contrived comes to mind. No. Yeah, just a, just a little. There's nothing contrived about this movie. <laughs> I yeah. guess I guess my big overall problem with the with the prequels is there's so much bad stuff that actually takes you out of the movie. Like it's it's just like bad cinema. I mean, obviously we know that Star Wars isn't real, but we want to actually sit down and watch a Star Wars movie that that takes us away from everything else in our normal everyday lives, and we don't get that with these movies because you're just like, yeah. well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, that's why is that guy Chinese? Why you know <laughs> just it it's actually kind of somewhat amazing to me that the original star wars movies you know the one with uh what is it 35 40 year old technology at this point managed to make a more convincing uh movie yeah they provide a much better i mean of course the writing is phenomenally better and most things about them are phenomenally better but it it seems like with the technology we have today you would have been able to make a more immersive universe and this does the exact opposite well and i think what they tried to do with these movies because there's no there's not a happy ending to the prequel trilogy no. And I think what they tried to do is make it an uplifting story anyway. And then just tack on a shitty ending. Yeah, yeah. and you can't do that. Like it's not dark. Exactly. The second one was dark. Like you know you know it it's gonna end really shitty. Just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they look like Jupiter ascending, which freaking shows you how little they took that lesson in making that movie with Mila Kunis. Mm, never saw it. Don't. don't it's I'm not don't. fucking okay, worth I'm okay it. with not seeing it and, and if like, you do make sure it's on mute you, you know. at some point you're gonna be like well the trilogies aren't so bad or the the prequels aren't so bad yeah. and then you're gonna it could have been jupiter said. ascending oh yeah. god <laughs> but the fact that and see you, like that that looks fake as shit we're watching the droid army so bad it looks like a field green of felt map. right but, dude so because they have I'm to travel this, all I'm the way across this. the fucking planet and speaking of other movies that didn't hold up so well CGI wise, like when Doctor Grant and Ellie Sattler first touch down on the island in Jurassic Park, when they see the 
the brachiosaur or whatever it is yeah that yeah. looked more convincing to me still now oh yeah than, for than sure what that, scene that was, was what right 90, there. 93 94 uh yeah, yeah something 93, like that. i think something yeah like that. so i don't know it, 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 there's a little less is more that's all I'm saying. Less of this movie is more. I think that's what we're trying to get across to you, the yeah. uh, the listener. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good your CGI is. Yeah. Like, like less you, is more. Both of you remember think, less is more. I, I think if, uh, well, according to penis size anyway, less is definitely more. We are not all Liam Neeson. That's what I tell my wife. Unlike the guy who's... Unlike the guy who was just on screen there. Exactly. Just that's actually screen. not a lightsaber he wields. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just painted his cock for us. They just screen. painted it. <laughs> And it, it can still block fucking It actually bolts, does the so. motion sounds itself. <laughs> Fun that's fact. Like, that's like the, like, the air moving like, past the tip. yours doesn't do that? That's weird. That's the air moving past the tip like one of those tubes that you spin. <laughs> <laughs> now... The one thing that I really do like are some of the uh, the fan the the fun facts that go into the making of this movie. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Obi Wan, the character played by Ewan McGregor, he was so excited during the filming of the lightsaber scenes that as he was jumping around, he was making the lightsaber noises. Yeah, and so they had to go back and post and like just edit them out. I find that kind of stuff just utterly fascinating and comical and. I wish it, the rest of the cast had been the same. That I was excited just going to say, these, maybe these that's movies. the reason why he's the only viable actor in this whole fucking <laughs> yeah. movie, because he's the only one that was enjoying what he was doing at all. Like, Natalie Portman? I love her. But, like, there's no sense of, like, I'm Princess Leia's mom anywhere throughout the movie. Not, not a single bit. No. Maybe a little bit in episode two, like, during the, the Coliseum scene. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, like you get a little bit of a sense of that because she's like totally like she's take charge. She's gonna grab her blaster and she's gonna go shoot shit herself and whatnot. That and that that was kind of a a little homage to that. But yeah, other than that, we don't really see it, and we don't really don't see it in the yeah. dialogue, the willfulness and everything. Yeah, all these characters just sort of kind of bumble along the the this created terribly contrived storyline, and it, you know, there's never any. And not a lot of friction between them anyway, and and it's just kind of like, oh, we need to do this now. Okay, let's well, not go do this. Necessarily any and then they friction. just go back and forth, and forth doing things. Like there's never much character interaction that kind of gives you a sense of the individual characters apart from each other or apart from this shitty contrived plot that they've been hung on. And I think what's more important is that if Qui Gon had just listened to Obi Wan, Anakin would have stayed a slave on Tatooine. <laughs> but then, one of the things that i love about his character is he's like fuck man why are we bringing more people into this like leave the kid here leave the fucking gungan here who cares <laughs> let us just get off this planet and... leave the gungan on tatooine let him dry out <laughs> it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you wonder if that would really happen i mean being from such a wet world i i imagine it would well now i hope it would yeah. i know well yeah I but that's I like do. the the fan the, like in somewhere in the next cut, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we had him go babysit me." But their underwater died. cities are fucking dry. Well, like, like if you, you really have to, want, if you want Anakin well, to be but real, humidity. Leave, <laughs> like if you want Anakin to be really evil, leave them both on Tatooine, and then like cut to like two years later, Anakin's eleven, and he's got like Jar Jar tied up in the desert with a magnifying glass, like <laughs> and shit, like. <laughs> Like serious serial killer tendencies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. At least give us that. Come on. See, that's another way they, they could have gone more impressive here, too. Like, there's no real reason in the whole fucking trilogy for Anakin to go evil. Like, yeah, his mom died and he was killed by sand people, which is kind of Anakin's fucking fault for leaving her, but whatever. But uh, th- 
it wasn't even particularly tragic, I didn't think. Um, or maybe it's just because it didn't feel tragic because it's written so terribly. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's probably what it was. Yeah, but. that's... He he's got he's had positive leadership and mentorship in his life like the entire time. But like Which yeah, the events that ignores. drove him to be Darth Vader ended up being mom got killed by sand people and I had a bad dream. Yeah. I mean, every time I have a bad dream, I go off and kill a bunch of kids. Oh, and what happened before mom got killed by sand people? I had, had bad, bad dream. dreams. Dude needs he like he needs space and It happens, all right. It happens just, and just it's a terrible fucking, thing. Just My take a soma and relax, dude. Yeah. Like <laughs> You like, use the force to give yourself a soma, yeah. Maybe yeah. they don't have space weed or something. Ooh. Maybe. A little bit of wake and bake probably would have solved this whole problem. It's like another bad dream. Yeah. So, <laughs> when we're looking at these, though, I think the thing that is way too over, that we look at as one of the largest things which just doesn't work, is a lot of it, not just the dialogue, not just the plot, but I think also there's a woodenness to a lot of the acting. It, it, we only see one or two spots in the entire prequel trilogy where I feel like the acting is well done, other than you and McGregor. See, but I give that all to the writing. Like, I think they're working it's, as it's directed. Le- no, I don't even give yeah. the writing. I give it less less the writing, more to direction. Like, because if you have an actor that delivers wooden dialogue, you fucking reshoot until they do it right. Uh, okay, there's a point too, but I mean, with the lines they're delivering, I like. I don't think there's a way around wooden dialogue. Like, the 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 lines are so bad that like the best reading of them still sound terrible. Yeah, that's partially true, but I mean, Anakin or not Anakin, Obi Wan has some shitty dialogue too, but he's able to deliver it in a in a believable fashion most yeah. of the time, more or less. Time. I mean, the there there are still <laughs> some lines in there where I'm like, oh, that's so bad. Even even with Obi Wan, yeah. I mean, I, I I give you that, but I think I think it's a combination of the two. I don't think you can have. I mean, you could have great writing, and I don't. I still don't think Lucas would have directed them well. Just we just met baby Anakin. I'm a boy, and my name is Anakin. <laughs> you know, I think what they're trying to do here is establish that this was once a little boy who was innocent and lovely, and what the fuck ever, and it. It it doesn't do that. It doesn't. No. They're, they're trying to make him all broody, but he's so fucking cute and cuddly through the entire goddamn movie. He might as well have been a goddamn Ewok. No well, kidding. He's, he's more Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone than Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son. Right, like he's sitting in the cockpit of that fucking starfighter. Yeah. Yeah. Choo 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 choo. Like do, that's do you remember, pod racing. Yeah. Do you remember that movie with? Uh, he was in The Good Son with uh, oh yeah that movie was actually pretty cool that was a great movie and he mm, was nice. so fucked up in that movie just yeah wow I think that oh, must have been oh, like the we made the Jew Goblin for the first time right here though Watto Watto yeah. Watto so, the, hey. the member of a race that has, is, has, is not affected in any way shape or form by Jedi mind tricks the flaccid dick giant, nose has a yeah giant flaccid dick nose which, and, and considering is, the huts are also not hut, not uh, affected by Jedi mind tricks, it, it seems like Tatooine's fucking thick with people who just yeah. don't give a fuck about well, Jedi. If you pay attention to the, when he actually pulls that trick, when Obi Wan, aka Old Ben, pulls that trick, he says it's the weak minded that are affected by that. So, yeah, I but don't think it has anything to do with the the race necessarily, except in this one he except they for he say specifically it's a says, thing. "Oh no." I'm a Tordarian. Right, which, which Jedi mind tricks don't work to us. us. To me, that's just George work. Lucas being a fucking douche nozzle. Well, he, and he's putting it specifically in there just to further that these guys aren't going to be, they're not going to be able to screw him over. See, 
it bothers me on so many levels because you know what? He's not affected by those sorts of shenanigans, but you know what? He doesn't realize he's a fucking Jedi. I mean, they, they go on a, they go on a dice toss. Like that's how he wins Anakin's freedom is on a fucking dice toss. Yeah. There's no way he could control yeah, that. With he the force, couldn't possibly, couldn't possibly, couldn't be done. Well, but he did, he did do that. And also that, that sort of kind of, breaks away from the upstanding character of Qui-Gon like he's he's like oh I gotta win it my way so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and cheat to still win it anyway yeah but he's not like which if he's if he's gonna break his Jedi code and cheat to win why doesn't he just fucking cut the Jugoblin's head off right? <laughs> right. Done with yeah. it. like oh, I'm digging the boy and his mom we, yeah. we could have cut We're like leaving. half an hour of, of shit what kind of a fucking out? Jedi leaves but the mom like, like the... oh I know I mean yeah, mom doesn't have any metachlorians. Sorry. Yeah, yeah your mom's yeah. useless to the plot line, so we're just gonna leave her here. <laughs> well, I did the know. diabetes test, and she's good. <laughs> <laughs> she does have cancer, though. My bad. That sucks. Well, and this is also where we get introduced, and we haven't talked about this yet because it's it's not gonna come up until later. But the uh, the sandy visage of uh, Tatooine, which leads to a wonderful line later on in the the trilogy about how. Gets everywhere. Is that the is that the only real costume there? That fucking thing that he just tried to steal the the um space chicken from? Yeah. Pretty much. Everything else is And that that somehow manages to be worse than the original trilogy. Well, and here's the thing. Practical effect, yeah. Like it's like they they got Doctor Leftovers. Fucking retarded. Like he's from a city that's civilized. Yeah. And he's just gonna fucking eat shit off of a store shelf without paying for it. Like, I assume Jar Jar is like the Gungan version of Forrest Gump. Like he just keeps falling into the right shit. Like, Misa <laughs> Mama said, "Life is like a box of <laughs> space chocolates." <laughs> does he run a lot? Do you? Jenny, I mean Annie. 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 Annie, come back. <laughs> I'm a senator now, Annie. I'm going to vote to give the chancellor executive powers. Yeah. So he can fight. I'm going to... Jesus. Uh, Fuck Jar Jar, man. Fuck Jar Jar. I'm glad we're doing this again because it's it's much... Yeah, there's more funny shit to have. Like, you can can never end jokes about this. Like, this is terrible. Well, and where where the fuck did the crew of this spaceship go that they're here on Tatooine? Only, only the Jedi and Jar Jar go out to actually do shit. See, well, they left him. The they bat... left him on the the ship. Yeah, yeah that, that, that but I the, buy. The, the they... Queen leaves too. The Queen leaves. Right, totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but they had to let her leave because otherwise it would have blown the secret that she was actually not the Queen. Oh yeah, she's willful. By the way, she's also willful. She is very you know, willful. Which yeah, I guess yeah. is maybe what they're trying to drive home here, but it doesn't work at all. Yeah. Nope. No, Again, contrived. I, I and I really wish we would have gotten the Natalie Portman that did the the Natalie raps on snl rather than yeah. this shit because i would have loved to have seen a little bit of black swan in this performance Ooh, yeah Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah maybe some see, for vendetta. Part with yeah that, that, that's the thing with with the dialogue and with the writing and with the the direction like even and, and you know with the best actors some of the best actors in the business uh you never even get a, a what i would call a good performance you just get you just get passable reading of dialogue or shitty reading of dialogue like you you have people that have won oscars in this movie and you have people that are consistently very 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 good and you can't say any of the performances are actually 
very good. Ewan McGregor is good mostly. I I give it. I, I'd say I don't even know that I'd go that far. I'd just say passable. Like he's the only th- he's the yeah. only th- only character in the movie that doesn't make me want to like, just, gouge my fucking eyes out. He stands Neeson, out because the rest of them are so bad. Liam Neeson plays uh, a very convincing Liam Neeson. He is a very he convincing but, stoic, which, which is like every other movie Liam Neeson's ever been in. I was more convinced in The Gray though. Well, I, I mean, loved. he was fighting wolves. So, so good. Which are way more deadly than Darth Maul. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, especially if you're. Well, maybe not. Maybe not if you're Liam Neeson. Maybe he needs some <laughs> some airplane scotch bottles to tape to his fucking hands to fight Darth Maul with. <laughs> oh. Maybe he would have done butt hair, and he would not have been, uh, you know, stabbed in the stomach and killed. I'm saying. Yeah. So, so what yeah. Bryce is saying is, if you get a chance, check out the Gray. Yeah. Apparently, great, the Gray is a great, really movie. great movie. Yep. Is it like taken 1.5? Not at all. Not at all. It's uh, yeah, a bunch of wolves come by. They steal his kid. Yeah. <laughs> steal his kid. They traffic the him. He for, tracks him down. You know, wolf sluttery or something. Exactly. No, no, no. It's uh, it's good. It's it's very good. Just watch it. <laughs> it's good. I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into the plot of the gray during our. Yeah. It might it's... almost be worth it over this. Anyways. Oh. Um. Yeah. Well, he 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 plays a a guy from an Alaskan oil company who okay that's enough is paid to snipe wolves <laughs> nice he's a wolf sniper um but he's uh depressed and one thing we haven't really addressed either which is kind of one of the things that rubbed me the wrong way throughout the trilogy that well excuse me the prequel trilogy is the age difference between padme and and anakin it's not creepy it's not creepy at all but at the same time like it's not made to seem real either. It's there's once he becomes Hayden Christensen, it's never addressed. There's no no this well it's because left unsaid. the the age gap then is basically completely forgotten except for one tiny little throwaway line. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's something like oh we or maybe you know. three tiny throwaway movies. What? Oh. I think I know what your line you're talking about from the second one. I, yeah, Maybe we shouldn't. You're. Yeah, so much younger, something like that. But in actuality, it's not that different, and no. they they don't pay attention to that. Yeah. I do love the fact that both Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman seem like they hate each other throughout the the second. I I assume I assume they must seriously hate each other in real life because yes. there's so little chemistry on screen. It is like I assume that amazing like amazing how Hayden Christensen is. must have like killed her fucking puppy in front of her or something like that. Yeah, I fully would have made her more convincing Darth Vader that way. It, it, would have i mean that would have been maybe some method acting would have been you know helpful hayden come on yes those those lines that she delivers i think in the third movie about about how he couldn't possibly kill children no not anakin definitely not because he didn't already annihilate an entire village of sand people and he didn't get done telling her that like 10 minutes ago like oh by the way i killed everyone even the women and children and yeah, then, right. like, five yeah. minutes later, she's like, oh, you can oh, kill you're, children. You're fine. I mean, sand children, that doesn't count because, again, we're... Well, they're not really no, sand people aren't really movies. people. I mean... They're, they they're, they're basically three-fifths of a person. Yeah. Yeah, basically. yeah approximately. I mean, they, there's that compromise which allows them for that. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think Jim Crow established that pretty well. Definitely. Yeah. Good old Jimbo. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that got really dark all of a sudden. Yep. <laughs> that was a really dark place. Wow. Um, we haven't even gotten to the rape yet. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, there's Leaving a lot of second, for Bryce. second movie rape. I yeah. 
I'm trying Stay to be trying to be calm with the rape. <laughs> but yeah, so the age thing kills me. And his mother, Anakin's mother, fucking horrible. See, the thing that kills me about that is there it's was again no like, father. We let okay, A, there's a whole bunch of horrible things about that. There was no father, so you're either a lying whore or we're doing a really shitty Jesus metaphor. That's what I'm going with. Lion yeah, or definitely real and, lion or. Yeah, probably. This, this, is, this is like who up. was Cartman's mom or dad. Like, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the 1991 Denver Broncos. Uh, um, so, which coincidentally turned out to be Anakin's father as well. Um, but no, there's that whole thing where they do the whole shitty Jesus metaphor. And then the, then they somehow manage to screw that up because they immediately move into the whole midichlorian thing. Which the midichlorian just really seems like this horrible sexually transmitted disease that you only get yeah. from your mom. Yeah. Sweetie, I don't know how to tell you this, but I've got midichlorians. Well, so it's, lo- a, it's okay, mom. They, they they can prescribe you something for that now. Yeah. You, you, can, live, you can live every day as though you're normal. Yep. Um, but just be sure to I, tell your partners that you, you are midichlorian to, positive. <laughs> but you have to forego all personal relationships and things like that just yeah. to, you know be normal i i heard charlie sheen is also medically <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's probably got a vast cocktail I bet, I bet you like he wakes up in the morning and say. just takes like like a tumbler full of pills just to exist anymore like he's got a giant gumball Yeah, but machine. I think he's been doing that just, for years without out prescriptions. being yeah. diagnosed with a semi-deadly disease. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he was diagnosed with HIV in the 80s, but he's just been living with it like Magic Johnson forever. Got it from Freddie Mercury. I don't think... No, he doesn't quite have magic money. I don't know. That dude's got a lot of money. I, he, but Magic's he, not even HIV positive anymore, though. He's like, got, that's, that's how much money he had. Charlie he, Sheen, <laughs> he's still positive. Well, you know how to cure AIDS, right? And he's, he's got a fuck ton of money. You but... just take and pump money directly into your veins. Yeah. Right. Injections. Ah. Yeah. See, but I think the thing about Charlie Sheen is uh, he's got all the money, but he's like, do I want to not have HIV or do I want to have hookers everywhere? And blow. Don't forget the blow. That's the thing. He's going to spend all the money to cure himself of the HIV. Yeah. And then he's just going to go out and get it again. So, yeah. I mean, why? Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just cut out the middleman. Because for some reason, the American people cannot get enough of that guy. It's it's more feasible for somebody to live with HIV than it is for Charlie Sheen to stop banging hookers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very winning. Worldview would fall apart if that guy, <laughs> if that guy if he gave up hookers and yeah, yeah, yeah. The tiger's blood. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, like, if he suddenly found Jesus, I'd be like, well, maybe, maybe there's something to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Weird. If Charlie Sheen found Jesus, I think Jesus would, Jesus would ask him to walk away. Yeah, I find. So, God damn it, Charlie, you gave me hits again. I find the the premise that Charlie Sheen might stop doing hookers more believable than I'm a Jedi because of fucking organisms living in my blood. True. That's all I'm saying. To bring it back to Star Wars. <laughs> that, Wait, what were we discussing? That was a nice segue. Well, well and really, the idea of metachlorians goes directly against the description of what the Force is in the very first one, because these little like blood boogers... You mean the energy field that surrounds us? And binds, binds us? us it's not even... Penetrates us? Yes. But it's not... It doesn't even seem consistent like within the movie. Like, they want to go... They want to set the whole uh, um, virgin birth thing up, which is, you know, pure magic, etc. And, and then they immediately try to ascribe some sort of weird biological 
reasoning for the force. It's like pick one of your things or the other. If you're going to go the uber sciency hard, you know, that route, go that route. I didn't if you're gonna believe go it when the Christians did it. I don't believe magic. it now yeah, yeah. when Star Wars does it. Like, yeah. <laughs> at least in the Star Wars tale, though, like it, it turns out very poorly for them. I mean, at least it's kind of fun later on. <laughs> at least he kills a bunch of people, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. It just it just seems like somebody on the set should have read the script maybe twice. I don't know. Circled had a red pen, circled no. a couple of things. No. Oh, George I, Lucas read it a bunch of times. I really think George Lucas just wrote this and like gave it to the actors day by day so nobody would know. Yeah, like um <laughs> Joseph Smith's tablets. One one of the other, you know <laughs> <laughs> Look in the, don't fuck the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, perfect. If, if Book of Mormon is in a theater near you, go see it. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen that. I really want to see it. Uh, you listen to the music, at least. Like, yeah, oh, like I've heard that's, that's the easy to... Yeah, 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 that's great. I'd like to see the performance, though. I just heard it's pretty good. Yeah, me too. Anyways, back to Star Wars. So, as you can see, the, the amount of difficulty that we're having staying on, on topic is telling and how riveting these fucking movies aren't. Yeah. And... and as you can see from our, our you know, knowledge, and, and we've already quoted the original Star Wars trilogy, you know, many times throughout this podcast. Um, how, if you've got to convince us, if you've got to convince us of all people, like you, you're already go- too far gone. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we bought it, yeah, because it said Star Wars to begin with. It's yeah. it's it's like going going taking meth to a meth head, and like you can't convince them to take it because it's so bad. Like that's how how difficult these movies are. Like. If you're a method, there's no bad meth, but somehow, and the same as we thought would be true for Star Wars, but not, not no. true, not true. Methods, if you disagree, email us at questions at whatever he does. Well, and, I, and, and I know the only reason, one of the only reasons get why help. Get help. Matt owns these on Blu-ray is the fact that his kids want to watch them. If he had the choice, he wouldn't have bought it. Uh, the reason I own these movies on Blu-ray is because uh, when I bought the, like when Casey bought me the Blu-ray set for for christmas one year like they there wasn't two separate sets yeah. like you had to buy them all yeah. <laughs> oh, man, man. <laughs> and i couldn't do it i like i cannot pull the i can't even pull the trigger to buy the blu-rays of the special editions just because of the i mean i've got the dvd which drives me just as crazy you know and i just there's so many ridiculous things that go on with these three and with the additions to the originals that i just i'm really and Thank God that Disney's going to go ahead and redo those. Oh, make them good. Make them good again, Disney. I just wish do they it. could do that with the prequels. Uh, Maybe they need the to, to release a prequel special edition and just completely remake the movies. I, I'm serious. If we got a, like a retcon, like I would not I would not care what the retcon was. Like If it was just Ian McGregor sits up and he goes, Oh, that was a bad dream, and then proceeds to have a good movie. <laughs> Man, why would I ever say things like that? I guess why I would shouldn't ever do, do things like that anymore. Like all of a sudden, he's Bobby from <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. Oh man, I guess I just fell in the shower and hit my head. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I, I'd be totally fine with it if, as long as he we get up and then we get a good movie. Like the fact that I made a Dallas reference probably tells people how old I am too. Yeah, I tried to ignore that. Stop playing with that. You know what? Fuck you. If I you, agree. Yeah. With, yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're all friends here. <laughs> Everything's fine here. <laughs> we're fine. Don't, don't send anybody. Uh, how are you? 
God damn it. All right. Um, <clears throat> stop referencing good movies. I yeah. know. Well, that's the only way I can get through this. See, but that's that's another thing that's, you know, gigantically missing is everything in this movie is so scripted and everything feels so scripted. A lot of the big parts of the Star Wars movies that we like in the original trilogy are essentially um, ad-libbing by, by yeah. you know, the team or whatever. And, um, and they're really great ad-libs, too, and they provide that life and that, that the characters come alive because of the ad-libs. It's natural. I mean, that, that's what it comes down All to. Right. It, it feels natural. I'll tell you, here's here's one of the few good things about this movie. We're about to meet the quasi-villain of the movie. Yep. Yes. Which is Darth Maul, who, in, in fairness, should have actually probably been the villain for at least two of the three movies of the trilogy. No, 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 no. We needed a robot. With four lightsabers, because that's what the kids want, is more well, I mean, lightsabers. If Darth Maul had and two. And a bad chest cold. Well, really, that's yeah. what focus groups If Darth say. Maul had two, and you want to make a more evil villain, you, you have to you have to go big. Yeah, you yeah, got to give him four. Go Very true. Yeah. Do you know what would make this villain even better? Emphysema. Yeah. <laughs> it worked for Darth Vader. All right, Darth Grievous' backstory. He smoked three packs a day for ten years <laughs> before Dooku taught him how to use a lightsaber by spinning it really fast. Yeah. And he knows all the ways of the Jedi, and there are tricks. Yep. He taught Fuck me. General Grievous. He taught me by setting me to puree. Yeah. He changed me from low to high and put me on ice crush. And yeah. really, the only way to deal with me is to hit me with a blaster twice. Or five times, whichever you prefer. <laughs> whichever would kill me My more My heart will catch fire the first time, but please, keep shooting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Oh, God. Oh, well, oh, 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 there's our friend the Jew Goblin again. Yep. You really like that little Jew Goblin guy. Is there a particular reason why? Uh, he flies with yeah. a, on his fairy wings. <laughs> yep. His fairy wings. I like I like that, uh, what's his fuck? I can't even remember his name. Sebulba. Sebulba has, has groupies. Yeah. He, yeah. Dude, he's got a harem, man. Yeah. Yeah, he does. His old twi'lek harem. Yep. Well, and the Twi'leks seem to be throughout the series the uh, the go to harem ladies. I'd do a Twi'lek. Hose. Oh, hell yep. yeah. I'm oh, not yeah. saying it's a bad I mean, thing. Of course, but I mean, Kirk already got to all of them though. So, yeah. oh wait, <laughs> wrong universe. Sorry. Oh no, those were Orion slave girls. Come on. <laughs> Damn it. So close. They didn't have a rumble in my belt, if you know what I'm saying. And here we go. We've got Watu with his uh, weighted die. With with his with his twenty sided die. Yeah, it's only got two fucking colors. So I know. It, well, so what's the point of having the fucking six sides? He's oh, like, oh, you oh. know, we could flip a coin. So this is at least a challenge for you to fix. But instead, let's do the die instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally didn't notice that hand wave to let us all know that Qui Gon is. Being a fucking cheater. Yeah. Well, and, and the Jedi using their powers for cheating, no matter how benevolent they seem to be, it just it doesn't go jive with what the Jedi are. And that's one thing about the prequels that, you know, there's so many things that they do as Jedi that you're like, huh, that doesn't go with what a Jedi is supposed to do and what we've been told Jedis are supposed to do. Now, I'm it, kind of okay with that because... Qui-Gon is supposed to be a bit of a rebel and again they do a horrible job showing that except for when they say uh, you know they do that thing and when they basically say well Qui-Gon you're kind of a rebel so we're not going to let you train the boy or whatever yeah yeah um 
Qui-Gon, you can't fuck the baby. I'm gonna fuck the baby. <laughs> don't, and, don't fuck the baby. Then Obi-Wan says, Qui-Gon wanted to fuck you, but then he died. So I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> mm, sounds nice. God damn it. But Yoda let me, so it's okay. Yeah, Yoda let him. So. That dude's at least 800 years old. So, oh, oh, and we're gonna see, like, we're coming up on the pod racing scene pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna see the Huts, who, if you look at Jabba, is every bit as big as he was in Jedi, but much, but much bigger than he was in A New Hope. Yeah. Hey, special hey. edition. He was he was on fucking Weight Watchers at that point. He, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it also takes length off too, apparently. Yes. Which is why I don't he, take Weight Watchers. That's how huts anything. work. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think he's like really sensitive about it? Like he goes and well, eats. You know, he he like eats his shame like. After he loses all the money on the pod racing, he's like, fine, I'm eating a fucking cake. He probably tried Nutrisystem before he went to the other one and just hey, couldn't get it. The white bean chicken chili to die for. It's all really? I'm saying. <laughs> well, I bet. I bet. That sounds good. White bean chicken chili. It's spicy as fuck. My mom couldn't handle it. That's why she gave me like six fucking jars of it. Nice. That's awesome. Wait, your mom does Nutrisystem? Yeah. Nice. That's a bit of an aside. No, no, no. Yeah, and so you see, she dropped kids. a lot of pounds. Like it's crazy. Like it for whatever reason, it worked for her. Huh. Nice. I, well, probably because she adhered to the directions and ate small portions. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. I get I get those white bean chicken jellies. I had three um, of them in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Nutrisystem. If you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to sponsor, <laughs> uh, yeah, so questions well. at whatever he does. Co. Yeah, or no, we have sponsors. Oh, also, we do, we do sponsors. Have sponsors at whatever he does. Co. Oh my God! What? Or sponsor? Is it sponsor or sponsors? I don't know. We never sponsor, had to use that sponsor. Before. I don't know. I... Multiple. <laughs> send send, send it to both. both. I'll set up a redirect. Carbon yeah. copy both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's this email account that's just fucking. The inbox is completely full, but you guys just never go there. So yeah, that would be weird. We've <laughs> been so waiting money. this whole time. <laughs> I told my brother I got the Darth Vader PS4, and I I told him I was like I'll tell I'll tell you how when I come down for Christmas. He's like Sony finally sponsored the podcast. And I'm like I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so Sony, if you're listening, yeah, Eddie could Eddie could really use a Darth Vader PS4. I'd, I'd take one. Sony, uh, Bryce oh, yeah. would too. Half Bryce, of us have yeah. one. Sony. Half of us have one already. So you're not out anything. Fifty percent, and you know what? It's phenomenal. Not gonna lie. That uh, that Darth Vader head- helmet on that the the side of that thing makes me feel a whole it's, lot better it's about myself. Pretty, so pretty. Yeah, everybody likes a good helmet every now and then. Okay. Um, <laughs> especially your mom. Uh, what? Wow. What? What? So should we glance ahead? Should yeah. we go? Should we move on? Please, because this okay. is so. We are currently we we have the Phantom Menace playing in the background right now. We're gonna skip ahead. We don't a little have bit. to talk about the Phantom Menace if you guys will, don't want to. <laughs> no, we're, we're we're gonna go. I think we're gonna watch the lightsaber battle because I think for most of us this is kind of the redeeming. Eh, oh fuck! There's the least redeeming part of the whole movie. <laughs> no, God. except for when Anakin bumbles in and manages to save the day, and then fucking and then Jar Jar, Jar bumbles, bumbles in and, well, and manages to and save they, the day. The only way that Anakin can do that is by being part of this battle. So we need to go back and. Like, unfortunately, we have yeah. to watch some of it. Yeah, there is. there Because it, it, it's intermingled. All right. All right. There, right we go, there we right go. There we go. Good. Okay. Whoop! Yeah. Whoop! Whoop! With the crazy lasers. Whoop! <clears throat> and it's, you, this being the most redeeming portion of this movie, it's phenomenal, this lightsaber battle. It introduces us to the double-sided bow staff lightsaber, which, you know, everybody was like, 
I want one. Because when I was when I was a kid, my my big question is, what would happen if Donatello was a Jedi? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That actually, actually, I still think that's a valid question. That's definitely a valid question. And I mean, what kind of what kind of weapons do you give Raphael if he or Michelangelo? Do we have? Well, you, you we give him Kylo ups? saber. I think you give oh, Raphael gets Kylo saber. Yeah. Leonardo just sticks with the regular old saber because yeah. I mean that's basically a katana anyway. For sure. And and uh, I don't think you can do laser nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would hurt. He, he, goes, he goes doing the swingy thing, and then like four seconds later, all of his arms. Are <laughs> oh my god! But ah, that would still totally be me. worth it. Completely worth it. And you can't do that really cool move where you catch it under your arm, you know, yeah. like oh, Bruce Lee style. Then if well, we're lucky, yeah. he could also nick his throat, and then they just Bleed. fucking put him in a chair. I take it you're not a Michelangelo fan? Well, I'm just saying. it would. It's way cooler if Michelangelo becomes Stephen Hawking. It's good cinema. So I will say, when um, the first time I saw this, when uh, Darth Maul extends the second saber... That that shit was pretty cool. Yeah. Like then it was like, oh, whoa, 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 that can't be a thing. What and they did wrong though is they serious. totally marketed the double bladed lightsaber like way ahead of the release <laughs> of the movie. Like I would have kept that shit on the DL as long yeah. as oh, I could. Definitely. Yeah, well, uh, it's similar to the 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 reveal of the the the, the hilted one, the cross hilted one for Kylo Ren. Yeah, but I think that's less impressive like because this one like the double the double-sided lightsaber actually meant something to the jedi it's one of the few things that they actually conveyed through emotion and facial expression better in this movie than anything else they did so if the jedi are going to be that taken aback by it like as an audience i think we should have been as well i think a big part of that is the 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 idea is that just to wield a lightsaber i mean if you think about it it's it's essentially weightless except for the hilt right yeah. And it chops through things instantly. So if you so much as graze yourself with this thing that you cannot feel, um, you, you probably lost a limb. And so for him to be able to wield two, you, you'd think, holy shit, like, uh, this, guy, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, you're two strikes away from, like, change my colostomy bag. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I don't know why Captain Kirk needed his colostomy <laughs> bag. <to laughs> I was just going to ask. Change I mean, my colostomy bag. Well, you know, Captain Kirk. He's getting to that point. That Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a... fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, not not whatever the fuck you wanted. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, fucking Jar Jar. You really sounded like you. No, I. It, like, oh god. Like I'm worried about Jar Jar now. Like this, you've made me care about him all of a sudden because I'm afraid Sam's gonna violate him. Yeah. <laughs> the only way that I would violate Jar Jar is to stuff him some pickle him in a jar of something i was like you're not making this any better uh, no, I, <laughs> no. the only way i'd violate jar jar is in his anus yeah. putting a with jar up dick. there yeah with a stick of butter yeah. <laughs> sometimes if that's what you gotta do that's what you gotta do is paula dean cooking jar jar <laughs> <laughs> oh that actually might not be bad i mean frog's legs tastes yeah. good y'all that. people eat that yeah. That's good country cooking, y'all. I actually had frog legs before. They're pretty good, yeah. They're not yeah. bad. Yeah, I was I did get a big enough frog, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. I've never eaten frog mm-hmm. legs. I have eaten horse burger, though, and that was pretty phenomenal. Horse, it's, it's just, I mean, it's like a lower-grade ground beef. It's not... I really enjoyed the one that I had. I thought it was much better than regular ground beef, but that's just me. Maybe they killed a young horse. <laughs> uh, it was in Spain, so they might have. Because yeah. the horse that I ate as a child... Was not. <laughs> They're like, come here, Black Beauty. You were a kid, too. Come on. 
Yeah. And my grandma had to cook everything. Much until like it was absolutely Anakin. as done as it could be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. You're like one of those people that like hate steak until like, they actually have one medium rare, then I'm like, rare, oh my god, this is delicious. Rare. I've always liked really good meat, but yeah. my grandpa, it had to be like boot leather before he would eat it. Ugh. Ugh. Rare, medium rare, get the fuck out of my house. And then those he wants your... like and yeah. then he wants like a whole jar of Heinz fifty seven. I'm like, you know if you, you don't necessarily need that. If, if it was, if you didn't cook it until it was shitty, yeah. like, you could just eat it. You could just do shooters of Heinz 57 instead of wasting meat. I mean, right. Yeah, right. That's what it is. Chaser for your shitty meat. Yeah, I like the Heinz 57. It covers up the smell of whiskey on my breath. Oh, here. It's Ray oh, Park no. No, no. Oh, 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 oh. 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 I think, I think it's pretty arm. sad that Darth Maul, like, he sticks him in the stomach, and then he pulls it straight out, rather than, like, you know, doing up. something cool, like, going up with it, or fucking to the side. Like, wiggle it around a little bit. What makes that even sadder is, like, at the end of it, after Obi-Wan beats Darth Maul, like, you realize that Qui-Gon was alive the entire time. Like, he was yeah. just laying there, like, oh, God. Just laying there, I'm paralyzed. Like, he went through my if spine. If you get a doctor, I might make... Yep. Like Fuck he it, was been oh, gut shot. He was gut shot by a snub nose thirty eight, just laid there bleeding out the entire time. <laughs> but it should be cauterized so he wasn't bleeding out. You'd think, which means he shouldn't die, right? Right. <laughs> you would think so. Well, I think you still die if it goes like directly through your, you know, liver or something. Well, and or through his spinal cord. And just yeah, yeah, like, it, you know. well, in, in just fairness, I'm anymore, pretty right? sure your your you know like the internal organs shouldn't necessarily be well then, done. Then he's Qui Gon Hawking. <laughs> I didn't get the impression that he was all that smart, though. He he was he was wise, but not smart. Okay, but you could still get him a chair that he blows in a straw to move. I mean, true, true. Could you imagine if the second movie comes up and, and it's just him talking? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> blowing into a tube. Well, it's like the computer voice giving uh, Obi Wan advice. <laughs> you, you you cannot teach that child, you know. Like, yeah. And why didn't, by the way, because they, they showed the Qui-Gon ghost later on, didn't they? Like no. The, no. I believe they did at some point. I don't think Do they did. They? No, we get a Qui-Gon ghost in there somewhere. No. Or at least they severely hint at it because... In they one only of, hint, they at, hint at, at, at it at the end at of episode end three of when he's like, three. learn to commune from beyond the... Whatever. Yeah. Your master uh, has. Okay. okay. Oh, you're all right. You can, yeah, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't see okay. Qui-Gon's ghost, which I think would have been way badass yeah i mean yeah and they could have had him whispering thing. into people's ears and shit you know here's what i don't get right so they show the ghost or i mean they they hint it Ooh, qui-gon's learned to do this blah 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 teach right. you to commune with him i will Woo. and then like at the end of jedi like you get yoda you get obi-wan right and then fucking anakin who had no idea no idea he's like oh yeah look i i, I, I can do it too what? <laughs> what what makes you fucking special well, even in the first movie like like Ben talks to Luke, and Luke had no fucking clue how to commune with anybody. Right. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to be taught. Like, Obi-Wan oh, was just like, yeah. hey, fucker, turn off your targeting computer. Yeah. Yeah. You, use the force, bitch. And yeah. whispering in a really... I'm talking to you, buddy. Yeah. And really, if you're hearing the voice of a, you know, deceased loved I sure one... wish somebody would watch Natalie. I thought I thought he was holding the PlayStation controller for a second there. You know, it's go. it's Here really go. good that and chopped in half. Boom! All right. Why did we see blood spray? 
Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Blood spray. No, that makes sense. There's there should still be blood spray. It's not going to cauterize every single little bit. It'll cauterize the wound for sure, but uh, there should still be a little bit of blood spray. Yeah, but it burns so hot. You would think that it would just. Nah, I don't. It would evaporate. You think it would flash? No, I don't think so. I think it it must burn very very hot, but only you know like say a half a quarter you know some tiny little minuscule fraction of a centimeter away from the blade because otherwise they wouldn't be able to hold the fucking thing no true and kylo ren wouldn't be able to either because you know doubly doubly so yeah yeah but anakin i've got this cursor right in my nose yeah (laughs) well boogers and all that no no Oh, someone showed emotion in this movie. That's that's really strange. Is wait, are we recording? I don't think I don't see the thing going up top. Yeah, it's going. Oh, it's you just you just change the scale. I see. Yeah, I think so. Well, it it, it moved forward. And uh, here we come to the uh, the oh, the end, and the Trade Federation is being kicked off. Where's Chewbacca? Give him a medal. Not until the VMAs, dude. No, shit, sorry. They, they, wait. Do, they do just kind of take that metal up and they, you know, walk over right by Chewbacca and they're like, eh, eh, you, you want eh, this? No. no. Hey, 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 Chloe Kardashian, you want this? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you do that really well. I wish I could do that. And here's our first too. shot of uh, Senator Palpatine. Oh, there's the senator. He's such a, he's such a nice guy. He's, he nice seems looking very noble man. to me. See that that part actually isn't bad either. Like I think they yeah. did a pretty good Senator Palpatine throughout the 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 prequels. Totally. Well, the fact that it's the same guy helps a little. Not from Empire though. Empire. Somebody else played the Empire. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely helps that it's the same guy. But I mean, he he's just written. He's the only one that's written. I think you know, uh, sort of the same way that the original trilogy is written. Yeah. Um, he's the only one that feels. Or he he, he feels genuine. He feels yeah. He feels somewhat genuine, somewhat natural. His story, as convoluted as they make it out to be, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't think that it was the right way to tell the story. The the moves in which he makes in order to rise to the emperor. Are they like um, Mick Jagger? That's pretty cool. No. And no, here we, we have Yoda. Talk about that. Who, Yoda. when this movie was originally created, was a fucking robot. He was a. They called it a puppet, puppet but it was like robotic shit. Yeah, it was a robotic but then they was like then they did them CGI in episodes two and three, and they were like they when they did the Blu-ray release, they were like, you know what, just CGI, just CGI him. It actually looks better than the stupid robot did. Yeah, especially since the fact the robot looked like it was an angly Hulk skin. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if he was gonna be Yoda if he was gonna start jumping through the desert. <laughs> it looked like the Hulk's taint. Ooh. Ooh, Hulk paint. Uh, here we have the... <laughs> uh, funeral pyre. It's the one part oh, of Hulk okay. that's still gray. <laughs> you know... <laughs> wow. At least the first episode, we get a few redeemable moments that are, you know, add up to about 15 minutes. Whereas episode two... That's yeah, generous. Maybe a little generous, but still. I go 10, maybe. <laughs> 10 minutes? <laughs> Between 10 and 15 minutes? But it's still much more redeemable than the second one overall. The second one was just fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't hear anybody disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. That's nope, nope. It's all that needs to be said. So, Although we did get the uh, the beginning of the hand cut off fetish in the second one. 
didn't really happen here in the first one. No? That's true. And so, yeah. we start to see people getting their hands cut off. I want to say somebody did. Because I thought I read somewhere that the entire, like, everybody, like, there was um, at least one instance in all the prequels. Really? I mean, do I, droids I, count? Because they get their hands cut off like Yeah, they time. get their stuff cut off all the time. Yeah, it doesn't count as bullshit. They, they didn't kill any of the trade, trade Federation guys in this one, I don't think. Uh, no. I don't and they didn't so fight anybody important yeah. except for Darth Maul, I don't think, either. Uh, Maul got his saber cut in half, but that was it. Here yeah. we go. This is yeah. a good one. List of hands cut off ah. in the Star Wars film. Episode... Mm, no, not four. Five. What the... What hand or an arm. Yeah, hand or an arm. It's got to be a hand Oh, and here arm. we see a Yoda and a white Yoda. Yep. With what? slightly bigger ears. It's not yeah. a white Yoda. It's a white Yoda. It's not a white Yoda. It's a white Yoda. It's a white Yoda. <laughs> Well, there White you go. Yoda's entire ear is the size of Yoda Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is maybe how they procreate. I don't know. Ear fucking. Oh, the Gungan's so happy. Yeah, hold up the thing. Uh, oh, and all of a sudden, oh. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Padme is the actual queen now. Yeah, which I mean, and she's got her makeup on. Not a decoy. Pretty. And we've got the glowing ball of life in the hands of the Gungan. The glowing leader. ball of destiny. Yeah. yeah. So do we want to talk about the third one? Because we can pretty much skip over the second one. The second one is just nothing but Anakin being a whiny piece of shit. Killing and... some sand people, which we already talked about, and then fighting uh, some creatures in the giant vagina arena. I think the one thing right. that we have to cover about yep. the Vegerina. second one is... The... And revisiting the Jew Goblin. We have to revisit the birth of Boba Fett by witnessing his father's death. I guess that is true. We get in episode two. We get the we get the the, the clones. All right. Yeah, yeah. we well, got the clones, and I mean and the... Django. The thing that always yeah. really chapped my ass about the clones was Untreed. the fact that, you know, who were these people? You never mentioned them before, and then you contrived them for this one episode in this one movie. It, it just the cloners of, of what the fuck was the name of the planet? Camino. 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 Yeah. They're, yeah. It, it's Camino. Con they're contrived as much as every other thing in this plot, and for all of these three. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, how do we find out about the Camino guys? We find out because they, they talk to a very uh, a fat diner owner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but very obviously he's seen some shit. Yeah, it's, it's a space diner. Don't get me wrong, but it's a diner. It's just a diner. It's, diner a, it's a space 1950s diner. Right. True. Yeah. But shouldn't that dart have led him to Mandalorians? Because wasn't You'd that dart think? from... Django Fett. Well, Django's yeah. armor is definitely Mandalorian in origin. And his weapons, I would assume, that are on that armor. Would have been a cooler way to go. That's definitely yeah, You're not going to get an argument here. I want to go to the Mandalorian planet where they all fucking wear the armor. Well, and then you get the Mandalorian. Mandalorian I think we got, more, we got more of a taste of that in like the Knights of the Old Republic games. Yeah. Definitely. Which I would definitely like. I would watch that fucking movie. The Mandalorians and the birth of the Mandalorian Order. Yeah. That would be pretty fucking sweet. We at least get some nods to it in um, um, The Force Awakens. Yeah, they, they, they at least show a couple of symbols. So Yeah. Maybe we get a little bit of backstory there. I'm so. pretty sure one of these other, like, may, maybe not one of the, like, episode 7, 8, 9 movies that Disney's going to do, uh, but I, I think that one of the other movies has got to have Mandalorian stuff in it. Because they're, they're probably going to well, have a Boba Fett-centric movie, I assume. Like Eddie was saying earlier. Because um, money. They've committed to doing one Star Wars movie a year yes. for the foreseeable future. So yeah. 
Um, and seven eighty nine, I'm sure, will be on the every other year, cycle. at least, if cycle. not every three. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think they should get somebody like J.J. Abrams to direct. Yeah. J.J. would be pretty, pretty epic. They should see if he's I, you know who I would like movies. to see? <laughs> totally, just flew right over. I, I would like to see it directed at yeah, least one of them by Guillermo del Toro, just to see how fucked up he could do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Have you guys ever? <laughs> Segway. Have you guys ever watched Blade 2? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever watched it with commentary from Guillermo del Toro? No. no. <laughs> so he does commentary for the movie and he does commentary for the deleted scenes. Some of the deleted scenes are like the the old vampire guy. In yeah. And he's got like one of the deleted scenes. He's got this crazy, crazy, like wispy white hair. That, like flows <laughs> off of there. And yeah. Guillermo's like, ha ha, look at that fucker. <laughs> like his commentary is the best. <laughs> Uh, like it's beautiful i'm I'm gonna go ahead and say he's like almost kevin smith entertaining in his commentary (laughs) awesome yeah wow well that by itself was your rendition of that was more entertaining the entire movie we just (laughs) watched yeah (laughs) or the entire you know half of the movie we just watched after skipping over a lot of it need to watch the rest of it yeah and i'm i'm sick and did a shitty impression (laughs) of a good actor of a good director so okay so in attack of the clones a bunch of stupid shit happens we get to meet the clones and uh padme kicks some ass padme kicks a little bit of a little white suit yeah she conveniently has her midriff cut away not that i'm complaining but no not at all and she that you see that the uh they kissed for the first time this is the big thing here is anakin and padme kiss and so we see a realization of the love that anakin feels and is creepy about for the entire fucking movie that that love that you can totally tell that they have for each other when, when he's like hey baby and she's like stop looking at me like that and he's like What's the matter, baby? It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm triggered. And then, like five movie. minutes later, she's like, uh-huh. "Go ahead and just stick your tongue down my throat. It's fine." Yeah, 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 well, yeah. whatever. You know, you know what? I was obviously asking for it. Yeah. Fucking George Lucas needed to get Natalie Portman on some cocaine. Either so she could lay it out. Made her more convincing as Leia's mom, I think. Either yeah, exactly. Cocaine, maybe some methamphetamines. You if know? All of a sudden, she had like the the prototypical the gigantic the coke, coke nail. nail. <laughs> coke nail, yeah. Maybe she'd put a fucking metal bikini on or something and something. God. I think Natalie Portman was smart enough to be like, I'm not fucking wearing that. Yeah. No, the metal bikini. Uh, did we ever talk about this before? The metal bikini was Leia's idea. Uh, and yep. by that I mean uh, um, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's obviously Because she's like, slut. stop putting me in these gigantic fucking robes that make me look like a dude. Well, and which they didn't put a bras on her anywhere. So like yeah. having those things just loose underneath the the robes uh, and whatnot, like loose like bingo again, balls. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, but anyway, Carrie Fisher was like, I can't just have my tits hanging out. Give me the whole package. Um, Let so. me at least wear a bra that even if that's all I wear, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the thing. Like, guys, seriously, I think I need a bra on this one, and they're like okay <laughs> like uh carrie no carrie you asked for it this is what you're gonna get um number two sucked mandalorian armor birth of boba fett by watching his father's head get cut off by fucking samuel l jackson the jedi yes and, and yeah the, the, the another another big fucking glaring moment and the star wars prequel history like boba fett one of the most fearsome and cool characters of the entire fucking original trilogy is a it's some fucking snot nosed little brat that can't say his r's <laughs> yeah jesus fucking christ <laughs> don't, don't we get the best lines ever though which is the whole uh, um 
I, I don't like sand, you know? Like, yeah, you know, oh, like God, sand. Yes. Well, it gets everywhere. And it gets everywhere. We get a lot of supposedly romantic scenes between Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman that uh, dude, just none of them work. I got my first girlfriend talking about, you know, the, the sand at the beach the or sand something. sand at the beach. Did I yeah. not? We well, and we also see the uh, the killing of the sand people. Wow. Yeah, Anakin's first technical first step down the dark side of the path, where he actually yeah. acts on all these influences, and we definitely see a lot of uh, a lot of talking about how great friends he and Obi Wan are. He and Padme end up back. <laughs> and on I hate him because he doesn't planet. trust me. But we're great friends. We're, we're great better friends, than he is. Yeah. And another thing, we see they end up back on Tatooine, and just this reinforces the importance of this backwater fucking planet. You know, in a way, Obi-Wan's been like a father to me, mostly because yeah. my father was a bunch of fucking microscopic organisms. <laughs> Slash I never a met. Jew goblin. My, my dad was, you know, space chlamydia, so space. I guess Ooh, I'll take the guy. That's rough, yeah. That's my that's my dad rough. was something that they now make an ointment for, so... <laughs> <laughs> so in reality... He's the guy that comes and picks up the lady and takes her away, so, but he never takes her away. Attack of the Clones, great movie. Just yeah. solid from front. No, not really. Stop no. lying to yourself. Although we do get one one thing, um, and that is the death of Christopher Lee's career. Uh, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, no. no he, was he, actually, he was actually solid in it. Like, he put a metal album out a decade later to redeem himself. Yeah, he did. Yeah. A Christmas metal album. It, no, it was... It was a concept metal album about Charlemagne. No, no, he did a Christmas. He did a Christmas metal one also. Well. Did he? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you just made him sound more and more badass. He was like, a metal yeah. singer for more than one album. Oh yes. my god, I need to fucking get this yeah. these no. metal. I I really want to get the one about Charlemagne. To be honest, because yeah, that, that I was just gonna learn some shit. Yeah, that, that guy was just metal as fuck. Count, no matter how you look at it, Count Dooku uh, slash Darth Tyrannus, played badass. by Christopher Lee, Sir Christopher Lee. Yes. Don't forget the sir, uh, an actor who played a variety of roles in his career, from Count Dracula to Count Dooku, a couple of counts, a bunch of pirates, bunch Count of Chocula. I think I think he was in the cartoon version of Count Chocula. Yeah. <laughs> he probably was. Not a lot of people know that, but oh, but I mean, he he was he's been in a lot of shit that that we've all we've all well, seen. Like only... just another absolutely re- world renowned actor. Like in just this in the movie. last few, like the last couple decades. Like even though he Who was well into his his senior years, like he played uh, Saruman. Yeah, Saruman yeah. In, uh, in the Lord of the Rings was trilogy. Phenomenal. Uh, he played uh, Willy Wonka's dad in the abortion of <laughs> are remake. you for real yeah i couldn't oh, watch wow. that thing i was too creeped out just by the previews he played the crazy dentist that was willy wonka's dad that would never let him eat candy oh, oh wow. god because willy wonka needed a backstory well because yeah we had to give willy wonka a we backstory. have to give willy wonka a backstory everybody needs because otherwise backstory. it was just someone some other fucking movie where tim burton directed and johnny depp starred <laughs> was helena bottom carter in that one i don't know if she was actually <laughs> that's strangely new. that's terrible different. shame really yeah, it would have made it better. Anyways. Maybe she played one of the squirrels or something. Maybe. Or an ape. She's done that before. <laughs> ape squirrels. Um, fuck. So anyway, uh, we got to see Christopher Lee. We got to see Yoda jump around with a fucking lightsaber and catch some forest lightning. We got to see uh, Obi-Wan get his hand cut off. We got to see Christopher Lee take off in the ship from Star Trek. Anakin. Oh, Anakin, yeah. With the, with the space sail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good one. And deliver the plans of the Death Star to Darth Sidious, his master. Exactly. 
And what what was the hand chopping off moment in this movie? There was a couple of them. And according to StarWars.com, which I'm on there Anakin, right now, Anakin in episode one, Darth Maul loses both legs. Nobody gets their arm cut off. Ooh. Um, in episode two, we see uh, the one of the girls in the very opening scene get her arm taken off when she's try- imitating Padme, Princess Amidala. Uh, you that see was people blown lose off, legs, though, right? And yeah. Anakin loses his right arm uh, by by count dooku and so that is episode, foreshadowing yeah definite foreshadowing for yeah. episode which two. leads us to the wedding scene at the end when you see oh god gag me with a fucking hand. spoon yeah because after... it's gayer than bryce's or than sam's powder blue headphones <laughs> <laughs> much gayer than my powder blue headphones so okay okay here's, and, here's and a... for the record i like gay people <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying okay here, here's a question um for for all three movies, what would you guys say the moment that actually works like it was intended was? Like if you if you had to pick one moment from any oh, all, all three that's movies, easy. I think we're so all gonna easy. come up with the same answer. Anakin getting cut the fucking half. Yep. Yep. No. 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 Not, not. I hate you. Lying. Not the one from three movies. From each movie, one moment. Oh, uh, one moment. Well, that's a lot harder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, the third movie we've got covered. He gets Episode... fucking cut in half. He Obi Wan had the high ground. Ah. Episode one, I think it's the Darth Maul pacing back and forth like a tiger, waiting for that laser shield to open up to and allow Qui Gon to come and I'll continue add the battle. In that, after Qui Gon goes down and uh, Obi comes in fighting, Obi comes in hard, like he he's going aggressive, and I think that looks really cool. Yeah, Obi Obi Wan giving into the emotion. Yep, and and absolutely he's just, destroying Darth Maul was probably yeah, that, that's given it the for business. me. Given he's as business. much he's as much pure rage as you could expect from somebody who's still a Jedi. Yeah, and I, it was phenomenal. Yeah, episode two. Mine would be related for episode one. I would say the dual lightsaber. Even if you knew it was happening beforehand, right? Yeah, it was still a perfect moment for sure. It was still, I think, it, I think it would it, it it had the same effect it was conceived to have. It's kind yeah. of the money shot. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Episode two, Sam. Uh, I would have to say the moment in time when uh, young Boba Fett holds his father's helmeted, chopped off head you up to it. fucking took mine, you dick. Uh, that <laughs> was just poignant. It was moving, and you just knew that this little fucking kid was going to no. come back later. You um, knew someday oh. he was going to freeze on solo carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was going to get eaten by the Sarlacc. So, yeah, um, definitely that point right there for me in episode two. You know, I, I'll actually, I'm going to change my answer because... That that to me, like the more I think about it, the more it's kind of just like pandering. It's just like we already know he's going to be Boba Fett. We already know that you're just pretty much putting the exact same characters or as many as you can in the in the in the first three movies that were in the original three. It's and still poignant. It's, it's not pandering if you can back it up. For sure. Did, did, well, he already backed it up before he even <laughs> pandered, so that doesn't make sense. Give us your moment. Uh, my moment from episode two. God. That that's so difficult. That's so they're difficult. all so shitty. <laughs> they're all so shitty. They're all so shitty. Um, there, I think there are a few moments. It, the whole thing doesn't work. The whole thing doesn't work. The whole scene doesn't work for me. Uh, but I think there are a few moments in the scene with Anakin and his mother, in in the second one, that I think work pretty well. But. That's the best that I can get from that shitstorm. The the 
the few moments as in where she's dying and he's supposed to be emotional. Uh, yeah, and he's and he's doing a I mean not as good as a job as he does in the third movie with Obi-Wan, but you know, it was just his mom, you know, he hadn't seen her in fucking 15 years versus <laughs> versus this guy who he had so many good times with we are told. Yep. Okay, so mine um which quite honestly I'm I'm reaching pretty hard cuz I I really didn't like just about anything about this movie. Agreed. And in fact, the particular thing that I'm going to pick is is precursored by a bunch of things that I, things that I think don't really work very well. So my thing that I really liked was seeing Yoda catch force lightning. Yeah. Um, oh fuck yeah. So I like that because I think that's what Yoda should be. Yoda is a badass force user. And while I assume that he would have used a lightsaber at some point, dude's like 800 years old at this he, point. He should have all but abandoned the lightsaber by this and point he, in yeah, his and, tenure. And what, I, what I wanted about that, uh, don't get me wrong, the fight looks pretty cool, especially if you're 12 when you see it, which uh, you know, I think I was like 14 or 15, so not much better. But um, what I liked about seeing him catch the Force Lightning is because that's the kind of Yoda that I wanted. I wanted the Yoda who doesn't need a lightsaber because he will just absolutely wreck your shit through his you know peaceful Force using ways. So anyway, that's my you, favorite scene in that whole movie. You, I... you wanted the Yoda whose whose wallet in the stack was the one that said "badass motherfucker" on it. Yeah, you wanted the it crazy the crazy little wizard. No, I'm just, sorry. I mean, Fuck. If we're being... yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm not very good with continuity either. All right, just like George Lucas. <laughs> All right, Matt. Matt. Oh God, you're gonna make you me. I'm gonna make you like find something I like I'm about make this pick. movie. Yeah, um, you fucking have to. I'm gonna say the arena scene, and it's not so much anything having to do with Anakin because he was terrible in that. Uh, Obi Wan's reaction when they first show up, though, and he was like, "Well, we came to rescue you," and he's like, "Good job," you know, like <laughs> you little fuck, like why weren't you where I told you to be? And fuck you, uh, looks like you're doing a bang up job of rescuing me. Yeah, and then uh, Padme. Because, like, she totally already had an escape plan in mind with her little, like, thing in the teeth to pick the cuffs and shit like that. And even though Anakin supposedly loves this chick and worships the ground she fucking walks on, he didn't realize it. But Obi-Wan is like, um, she's she's doing all right. She's she's handling herself. This is actually one of the only scenes in the entire prequel trilogy that makes me believe she's Leia's mom. Yeah. 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 So that that's that's the defining well, moment for me. I like that. the fact that she has that thing in her mouth for several yeah, moments. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and uh, she yeah, kisses. Yeah, I do too. She, she yeah. kind of goes back and yeah. forth. No, never yeah. mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, she's got the uh, lock pick. The lock pick. Oh, the, oh, 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 in her oh, mouth. oh! Wrong, yeah. wrong scene in the movie. Yeah, Sorry, I wasn't even sure I was watching Star Wars. When <laughs> and I was, just a few moments before, she kissed Annie, and there was no hint of Anakin knowing at all. Like, I'm sorry. If I'm about to die, like they might have been, I'm getting some tongue action, period. All right, all right, all right. So where we left off was talking about the, the defining moments in, in each of the uh, original prequel movies. Not original. The each of the prequel movies. Yeah. Um, we're on episode three now. So Sam, defining moment, episode three, go. Uh, pass. Um, Bryce, go. I will. I'll you can't come, pass. We're not I'm coming not back to you. Passing. Dude, we're we're coming go back around, to we me. go around one time. We're gonna Fuck. we're gonna pick the same fucking moment. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, there's only one. Really. We already said it. Yeah, really. Yeah, but... We already really said. It. And I'm I'm gonna go a little bit more specific than the place in which Anakin gets his fucking legs chopped off. Hilarious. I... <laughs> <laughs> the comedy gold. That is the Anakin comedy gold. That is Anakin. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the part in which he screams out at Obi Wan, "I hate you," because this is the point in time where we see Hayden Christensen fucking act. 
The it's only right. time. Three three words in the entire trilogy. Yes. Yes. And uh, that's why. That's why. For me. You're like, oh wait, maybe maybe there's a reason they chose him as Anakin. Yeah, maybe, like, oh, maybe, 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 maybe. In two but, movies, he gets three words. Yes. The, the worst fucking part is the no. Oh my god. Uh, no. yeah. That's a defining moment as well. I, it's just a defining moment for a whole different the, reason. Like in the it, other, it really direction. clarifies that even though Episode Three made made big strides, it was still a long fucking. It showed away. us that George Lucas still didn't know what the fuck he was doing that too all yeah. right bryce go right yes well my other my other negatively defining moment would be uh the entire movie the, the nurse robot is like <laughs> oh, i'm afraid she's lost the will to live she has she's just lost the will to live there's no way we can save her hmm yes yes um uh, but, but of course yeah the final lightsaber battle is epic though though i i still think it's it's essentially somewhat flawed uh, still, it still represents one of the best parts of the entire prequel trilogy, and uh, yeah, yeah, just the 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 look. My my defining moment in a good way would be the look that Anakin has on his face as he's crawling up towards Obi Wan because he's still trying to fucking kill him. He's yeah. still trying to kill Obi Wan, yeah. and that that crazed, determined, like slightly charred on fire look. That, that 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 really sticks in my head as as a really good moment that I think worked exactly like George Lucas wanted it to. Like like he still had a chance at yeah. all. Yeah. There, that okay. So that's my that's my moment too. The, the, this with is sort of the defining moment of the entire prequel trilogy. Yeah. For like forty five seconds, you saw what these movies should have been. Mm-hmm. Like forty five seconds, you get what these movies should have been. What should have been Anakin's downfall. Should have been Anakin's trip to the dark side um and I, I didn't think i really felt that until you get those last 45 seconds right before um the end of the movie another again sort of quasi half decent part if if anakin would have woken up as vader and just absolutely destroyed everything in the room without screaming out the, the stupid no which is without the frankenstein moment no yeah. um without doing that shit if you would have just woken up and you would have saw this massive use of force, you know, for pure destruction because he's pissed off, that would have been brilliant too. But then they just go and ruin it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I again, same, same for me. Like that whole final piece of that lightsaber battle. Uh, just Obi Wan screaming at Anakin not not to do what he's very obviously going to do because he's got the high ground and there's no way he can possibly win and. Anakin rushing forward with all the bullheadedness in the world and getting cut the fucking half. Uh, and it, to Sam's point, like the whole like I hate you as he's like crawling up the bank or trying to anyway yeah. with his one fucking hand. <laughs> um, it, but it's a robotic hand, so it's better. To Eddie's point, like though that that's that's what these movies were supposed to be. Yeah, and- we weren't supposed to have a tiny little kid pod racing. Uh, we weren't supposed to have a fucking angsty teenager complaining about how coarse and rough the sand was while trying to get his dick wet. Right. I mean, Hor- that, that could horribly, be a part horribly, of it. That could have that like, could have definitely been a part of it, but it didn't have to be just that. You look at you look at the story itself, and yeah, the story itself is flawed. The movies are flawed, but I think the one thing which he, uh, Lucas, doesn't lose focus on is the fact this is the story of bringing balance to the Force. 
There are ten thousand plus Jedi. No, I I disagree. I think he loses ten thousand plus he, he Jedi. There's no focus in the entire goddamn thing. Well, uh, I didn't, to be fair, Anakin did the one bring thing. Balance to the force. Yeah, Anakin yes. did by killing everyone, and that's the one thing he stuck with, even though he did it in a really really horrible just contrived way that didn't work M- much like in the first movie i think that he jedi bumbles council, his way there i think the jedi council was confused as to uh, what the term balance really yes. meant yeah. yes. or george lucas one. was i know mean, one of the two um, no, or maybe that's the spot of you know brilliance and in, in this whole yeah shit show of dumpster fire of three movies is the fact that balance the force means 50 50 not not just like uh, yeah, not not just the good wins over the evil. Balance is is not good winning over evil. Balance is yin and yang. You know, there's balance is yeah. evil yeah. checking good um, and good checking evil. I'm, I'm gonna give honorable mention though to the scene where Anakin first realizes that Palpatine is in fact the Emperor, the, the Emperor, Emperor Darth Sidious, um, because that whole that whole conversation when when Palpatine starts talking about uh, how the dark side. Um, has a place and you can't r- truly know the force until you learn both sides of it and whatnot and that look on Anakin's face and and then and then Palpatine's just like oh you want to kill me don't you I would really like to <laughs> <laughs> aside from the dialogue like that whole moment was pretty defining as well um, or maybe was it was it the third movie where Mace Windu almost kills Palpatine yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, a yeah. great moment that too. was that was that was good too uh, yeah but that, then it leads into the shit show that is Darth Vader being named Darth Vader. I shall call you Darth Vader. Well, that yeah. had to happen. Because that came out of nowhere. It had to happen at some but point. why couldn't they have come up... They contrived everything else in these movies. Why couldn't they have fucking come up with a backstory for what the fuck Vader means? You know what I mean? Like, he didn't earn it. I shall call you Darth Father. That No, no, no that uh, gives away uh, too much. Uh, yes, yes. Let's do it, Father, father. In, in Swedish. Yeah, uh, Vader, 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 yes. Yeah. Another <laughs> honorable mention... Uh, another display of Yoda's force power when he's diverting these big giant things that are being hurled at him in the 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 Senate Hall. I like that, and it goes to what you were talking about in with Episode Two with him absorbing the lightning energy rather than using the lightsaber. That's what I really like about Yoda. He seems more badass with that. I, I like that aspect of it. I didn't think that battle should have taken place because Yoda Yoda would have been seen as a threat by the Emperor. From the get-go. Yeah, for sure. Because Yoda would have been the only person on the face of the planet that could have just absolutely mopped up the fucking floor with Palpatine. Which is how that battle should have gone in the first place. So they shouldn't have had that battle just just to avoid that. Uh, That's just my take on it. But I agree, but I still like the display of power. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying like that whole piece of it was was good if they were going to go that direction. I just don't think they should have gone that direction in the first place. Wait, you mean you mean Lucas kind of fucked that up? <laughs> Weird, what? I know. I don't, I, Weird. There's no precedent for this. <laughs> Can we get a worst of the entire prequel trilogy? Worst moment in the whole trilogy? Worst moment? Let's go reverse order. That's Matt. pod Matt. racing. No. Yeah, I figured. Uh, I figured. No. <laughs> it's up there. I don't even think that's it. That's it, probably not. I just That's just the first thing that sprung to mind. It's just the, the uh, very quotable one. <laughs> of course, and... Gets everywhere. That, I mean, that would have been what I what sprung immediately to my mind. <laughs> we got uh, racing, my we got sand description. I think my worst moment. It doesn't even have to do with uh, uh, the dialogue or anything like that. There's there's a bit. I think it's in the second movie where 
they're they're flying in these uh in the those open bay gunships, essentially fucking helicopters. They're flying and um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and Padme gets knocked out and she hits the sand and she rolls down limply and loosely like she's knocked out. And then like two seconds later, she like gets up and she's a hundred percent ready, good to go. Like that to me if you if you look at any one scene that you're just like, come on. Come on. Like, like, what the fuck are you even doing? I thought the whole purpose of that scene, too, and what makes it even worse, actually, is the whole purpose of that scene was so Anakin could get all pissed off and say, oh, we have to go back and get her. And Obi-Wan could be all, we have to follow the mission or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, she's still standing right fucking there. Just have somebody circle back. Like, it doesn't have to be us. There's like 19 other guys. Just have yeah. one of them go get her. Yeah, we're yeah. one of six gunships. I think yeah. somebody can probably swing around and pick her up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Huh. We'll, we'll meet up, you know. Like, we all got cell phones. It's space. But yeah, like, Because that's that's something, as an actor, that's not a choice that you make. You know, that's not that's not you saying, oh, I want to lay there limply like I'm knocked out and then I'll get up like 100%. That's like strictly on the direction that you're being given. Oh, that yeah, that's for the sure. way that's that squarely act. on Lucas's no, shoulder. No, no, Padme, you just fell 20 feet out of a gunship. You're groggy. Yeah, yeah, like, at least, at least, at least don't stand up like you're, you know, a fucking spring chicken. Just kind of wobble up a little bit. Okay, start running. Okay, I'm feeling okay, you, I'm better. You drank way too much yeah. last night, <laughs> and you're getting out of bed to go pee in the morning without realizing that you drank way too much. That's, go. Just <laughs> <laughs> the disjointedness in the, in, of that, and, and the discordance of that, to me, is kind of a metaphor for the entire trilogy. Yeah. It, you know, everything was kind of wackadoo. It wasn't it. The more you look at it, the more you're just like, what the fuck are you even doing? If you're going metaphor for the entire trilogy, I have to say that's the Frankenstein moment at the end of episode three. That's that's the fucking <laughs> metaphor for Either the entire that trilogy. Or it's no. Either that's that a metaphor for the Jake writing in the trilogy. In the little Naboo fighter pushing buttons and destroying their fucking fleet. Mm. Just randomly doing shit. Yeah, I'd say my, mine actually is going to have to be a tie between any scene with Jar Jar Binks yeah. followed by <laughs> the dialogue. Yeah. All of it. Just all of it. Closely would, followed well, by any scene with young Anakin. For yeah. me to choose the worst moment overall, I would have to go with a midichlorian scene because he throws this bullshit space STD scene in there and expects us to swallow it whole. The whole no, STD Jesus STD metaphor was, was a bit much. I guess that wasn't a metaphor. That was a simile. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> was my bad. If you're a grammar and Nazi, you I know correct what? myself. And to add on to that, I really was not a fan of as Leia is heartbroken and giving, or not Leia, excuse me, as Padme is heartbroken, laying, giving birth, and they show her each baby one at a time. She names Luke, Leia. I don't Give have the will to live, break. but I can name these children. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But I didn't talk with my like, husband at all about. <laughs> as if anyone. But he force choked me, so he doesn't get to name the kids. Like, and that moment, he kind of plays it like it's one of those moments where everybody's supposed to be like, "Oh, those are the kids, really, really." As if that's not the entire reason we have the movies right. to begin with, right? Right. Like yeah. you know, he plays it into a, into this big dramatic moment, like it's not something that's already See, obviously well. The other thing that pisses me off about that scene, don't you think that like Padme? You know, like Leia's mom. Forget Padme for a second. Don't you think Leia's mom would be like, like the single mom working two jobs and doing whatever the fuck God she had right. to make sure her fuck kid? Yeah. Looked. Instead, she's like, ah, my boyfriend doesn't like me. I guess it's time to die. 
Yeah. He's kind of an asshole that killed children, yeah. so... And then he choked me. Yeah. You know, fuck these kids. I mean, go to divorce court, for fuck's sake. Are we even going to talk about the shittiness of the no. contractors they hired no. to build the first, that first Death no. Star? <laughs> I mean... It was already under construction, we're assuming, after episode two, right? So There was a government shutdown. Definitely like, had to be a few, at least yeah, one government it'll shutdown. It'll take about two weeks. It's going to take like two weeks, and we'll have it ready. Like, no no problem. No, pr- I got a cousin. His name's Vinny. He'll be right over. Put together Vinny fucking blows, dude. My cousin Ignacio knows yeah. this other guy who knows <laughs> another dude. <laughs> but yeah, but, I 17 years. More than no. that, really. Because like I said, like uh, presumably they started construction on it relatively soon after episode two and there so was a couple of years that went by between episode well, two and three hold 20? on hold on who's to say that the one that they that you see at the end of episode three isn't the first death star that gets blown up between episodes three and four that you didn't even know about man that's because it didn't happen. Yeah. blew your mind well at least uh, lucas blew your mind fuck it up hey that way. hey the script doesn't explicitly say it didn't happen so i'm gonna choose to believe that it did but no <laughs> and and whatever show is gonna choose to disavow any affiliation with bryce whatsoever. I, I think, probably I, I, the best course think, of action i think this is how fans justify like 90 percent of this movie like just making some shit up that like isn't explicitly not stated to be the opposite either that or that they they that's they like, put that's in like the me saying, well, I didn't watch the Clone Wars movie, so I'm just going to create my own backstory for General Grievous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hence the emphysema. Yes. And and well, from I'm... what I understand, like the 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 TV the cartoon series, the Clone Wars cartoon series was there one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That as well as the movie did a, did a, an actually a pretty bang up job of making sense of all this bullshit that George Lucas spewed on the paper that didn't make sense in the movies themselves. The, the cartoon series was actually relatively well received. I haven't actually watched all of it. I've only watched like the first few episodes. It's Me on Netflix too. though. I should probably burn through it one of these days. Yeah. And it's been my intent to do the same thing, but I actually I... can watch that with Natalie around, so Yeah. Yeah, let me know. Alright, so let's wrap this up. Alright. Any other thoughts on the prequel trilogies? My uh, other than that they they weren't very good. My closing thought no. my closing thought is that if you need a separate subsequent cartoon series to explain the shitty writing of your movies, then maybe you should have just made those into the movies anyway. Like, they, they just went, you know what? We could fit a whole nother series in all these plot holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh, my yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Like, you could fit so much into the plot holes. and I don't, I don't have a final thought yet, but one of my thoughts on this is I wanted to see the actual Clone Wars. We hear oh, about yeah. the fighting and cool shit that's supposed to have been happening yeah. this whole time instead of just like the one battle Show we kind of got. Show me how fucking badass Anakin was in the Clone Wars. Not in a stupid fucking intro scene when they're on the way to rescue Palpatine from the command ship that's already hovering over Coruscant. I want to see the fucking Clone Wars. And you know what? When he gets all fucked up by war, that's when we should start seeing his down. No shit! Yeah, it yeah. really should be introducing Anakin, the Padawan graduating to be a Jedi... Going out to fight the Clone Wars, coming back with fucking PTSD, and all sorts of shit happening to him because of this PTSD, and then Ooh. boom. Yeah. Can I, can I, That's like, he's, fuck yeah it is. <laughs> he has, his appointment, he's getting pushed back at the VA hospital. <laughs> yeah, And exactly. he's just, he's getting angrier and angrier, and he's brooding, you, you know? Palpatine, Palpatine sends them to war, to the Clone and Wars, he sees, and then cuts funding to the VA immediately after yeah. doing so. So here, here's what I, you know what I just realized? You know what I absolutely just realized, which I should have realized a long, a long fucking time ago, considering how long we've been working on this little podcasting project here, 
of the Star Wars movies. I realized that the entire basis for these three movies is the fact that there were Clone Wars. Yeah. And that is based on a single fucking throwaway line for episode four, most of which he absolutely ignored in making these movies. No, no, yeah. my father was, was a pilot on a spice freighter. Yeah. No, no, no. There, there was a single shitty throwaway line about, I knew you, I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. And there were a million other lines in that movie that Lucas completely ignored in making these other movies, but he based these entire movies on that single line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it didn't fucking wow. work. Wait, See, it, wait, so Lucas... But it's not... Choose Lucas. another shitty fucking line, Lucas. See, Lucas that, had material to go from and he completely ignored it? That, Weird. That's, yes, that's or contradicted thing, that's it. That's the thing yeah. that makes the prequels even worse, is that they took... There's a lot of good lines in the original trilogy. There's a million good lines in the original trilogy. And he took one of them, and it actually... That one line had a lot of potential. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of yes. fucking potential. Like, Fuck yeah. Like the fact that it, on Empire, on, on Hoth, that Obi-Wan wasn't like, you must go to the Dagobah system. There you will find Qui-Gon Jinn, the Jedi Master who instructed <laughs> me. He didn't say that! <laughs> no, he said fucking Yoda. Uh-huh. Which, yeah. I, don't, I don't even hate on the character of Qui-Gon Jinn. It's just... Yeah, like, like he does <laughs> He does so much to ignore a lot of the lines and the purposes. Like, <clears throat> in the first movie, uh, you know, like uh, Uncle Owen talks about begging your father not to go fight in the Clone Wars... Uh, what? His his dad left a fucking Tatooine when he was fucking six years old and shit. There and you, you will find didn't even Yoda, know each other, basically. The Jedi yeah, Master who instructed my lightsaber proficiency 95 class. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't quite have the same ring to it. No. But... Well, I mean, I mean, when when the next iteration of the class got killed by Anakin. Uh... Uh, but... so that's that, you know, I think uh, that's about all I can say. Uh, and it's, just, it's that yeah. one throwaway line that ruins it for you, really? That one. The, the throwaway line didn't ruin it. The no, throwaway no. line opened the door for a whole gateway of possibilities that nobody fucking picked up and ran with. And the, yeah, the the fact that he that he takes that one throwaway line seriously, and there are a million other throwaway lines that he just ignores or completely contradicts, but he takes that one line seriously and bases in his entire series of movies on him. That yeah. right there tells me he doesn't respect his original work. At all, and the other thing, and, and well, it's like he almost didn't even see his original work. It's oh it, yeah, it's he not even so didn't. much respect. It's like these movies made a bajillion dollars already. Why why don't we make some more movies like uh, them? And he's just like, no, whatever. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I haven't if, watched them since like 1984. If Star Wars didn't get made in 1977, I don't want to see whatever his fucked up vision of it would be if he'd have made it in the 90s. If he'd have made it with no oversight and nobody right. nobody telling him you can't do that, George. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I'm glad he didn't go off and make money elsewhere, so he, he was independent by the time he did Star Wars. Exactly. Well, and I hate the idea that... Uh, ending, by the way. <laughs> pretty much. I hate the idea that when you look at uh, Luke and Leia, there's implications in that, the you know, their mother was this royal figure slash elected royal figure on Tatooine. Or not, excuse me, ta- not Tatooine, but Naboo. Naboo. <laughs> and, and so you have, not only do you have that opening up there but it's something which is never really dealt with except for in the idea of being princess leia i want to know more about alderaan how did they get to be the peaceful planet how did leia's mother end up there being a sad figure and how did she get you know her father bail organa and her father bail organa if he's living on a peaceful planet how did he fight in the clone wars because he fought with obi-wan kenobi during the clone wars 
I want to know more about Alderaan. Alderaan seems a little interesting to me, a planet full of negotiators oh. and peaceful people who like to fuck shit up. How about how about Bail Organa being, you know, more than three lines or them giving him any sort of visible yeah. backstory? Yeah. I mean, to yeah, be I fair, know. at that point, Bail Organa was Jimmy Smith's. I'm just saying. I think Are you bagging on Jimmy Smith? It's no, no, he, he probably had one of the better performances overall. No, I, Did I, you leading see up Sons to of the Anarchy? Phantom Menace? I, I'm pretty uh, sure we yeah. had better fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. I, I just it, it's totally it, it's weird to me, man. Like it, the movies that we grew up with that we that we know like the back of our hand and, and love unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Those movies are not represented at all in the in the prequel trilogies no 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 and that's that's what kills me more than anything else is like lucas took this thing that that everybody loved and was just like you know what fuck you nine-year-old matt and four-year-old eddie and whatever (laughs) else like that's all he did was just like this is what i want to do because i think this is and why did he have to make everything so closer like Senator Palpatine happens to also be from Naboo. Which has caused the Nabooese immense amount of shame. Like, there, there's just... C-3PO was made by Anakin. Yeah. Like, any number of things. And fucking... Obi-Wan doesn't even remember R2-D2 or... The, the word of the day is definitely contrived. Like, there, there's just so many contrived plot lines in this movie that it's ridiculous. And, and why? Don't seem why to did you go so far out of your way... To create something to completely shit on everything that you've done before. That's what I don't understand. Like, you wrote yourself this amazing universe. You you had everything but the storyboards in place, and you just fucking ignored it. Mm-hmm. Because he's George Lucas, and he can do what he wants. All right, everybody. Ending on that positive note, as you can tell. Fuck you, George! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we didn't we didn't so much care for the prequels, um, but next week we're going to be coming to you with the original trilogy, uh, which of course everybody knows and loves. Hey, and if I you got don't, a question before we before we sign off. Yeah, what what do we got? My question is this: Take away your kids. How okay. often would I'm you watch you. the prequels? Never, never. No. I, I mean, I would have done it for this this Th- particular. This is project. it. I won't watch them again until I have to. Um, I have I haven't watched them since. Yeah, I, I haven't the watched theaters. them since they were Same. in theaters. <clears throat> Other than cuts during reviews. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'm 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 just gonna make this statement right here. If you watch the prequel trilogy and you feel like watching it again, do yourself this favor. If you're a dude, just go castrate yourself. Go sit on a park bench somewhere, and then just start hammering your testicles into the park bench. <laughs> <laughs> take take yourself out of the gene pool. We don't need anymore. Wow. And if you're That's a chick, a extreme, if I you're have... a chick. Just voluntarily go in for like nine mammograms a month. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's got strong feelings about the prequels. He really do does. Those are some pretty strong feelings. I mean, I feel just, the same uh, way. Uh, except minus is important. All right. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I mean, shit. yeah, but still. Anyway. All right. So uh, that's the show for this week. We'll be back uh, next week probably with the original trilogy and our thoughts on that and, you know, other cool shit. So um, that's it. Tell us about the show. Where can we find us at? Uh, if you disagree with anything that we said, uh, fuck you. <laughs> you can send those <laughs> well, comments to questions at whatever.co. Um, if you agree with what we said, you can also um, stroke our egos by sending those also to questions at whatever.co. Um, hit us up on Twitter at whatever you show. Yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash whatever you show. Um, feel free to send any kind of hate mail you want to Sam's Twitter handle, yeah. which is at S S U M M E one, two. 
which you'll forget, and so you'll probably just send it to the email. Whatever. Say it again, Sam. Say it again. Say it again. S S U M M E one two. We got a it. Song or something for that. I know. Somebody needs to write us a jingle just for Sam's Twitter handle. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Charles Lee Smith. Uh, at the brutal one. And I do not fucking work with Twitter, so fuck y'all. Yeah. By the time we send your this, hate mail to at whatever show. By, <laughs> by the time we do this again, we'll make Bryce set up his own Twitter handle. Never. Yeah. All right, anybody. Doesn't mean he'll check it. Get off my porch. Thanks <laughs> and wow. good night. That's Wait. a strong close, guys. It's a strong close. That's because I don't know what the fuck your porch is <laughs> and why we're getting off. I'm, a, I'm an old man. Get off my fucking porch. <laughs>